This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. What's up, everybody? It's Matt, a.k.a. the Lumberjack Landlord. Guys, we couldn't do it any better. We couldn't do it any more right. We brought you the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Zuber, one rental at a timer. How you doing, Mike? Uh, I love that introduction, Matt. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I, I love all our conversations because we're both motivated by helping people and Super, uh, yeah. it, it's fun to give back. So I look forward to it. It is. It's awesome. Mike, thank you again so much for making the time available for, for the community. And uh, I would have done fireworks, but I couldn't get the, uh, couldn't get the fire pass from the local fire department. <laughs> so uh, it is sans fireworks. Um, but no guys, worries, man. I, the, I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. So, the, so we're really excited to talk about today, Mike, is, you know, really the financial now or later. As you guys know, um, you know, the real purpose of Lumberjack Landlord is to talk to people about making the investment in themselves versus the temporal things, you know, car payments and high-end rents and partying three nights a week, et cetera. So I wanted to have you guys listen to an absolute expert when it comes to the invest now so you can reap that reward later. And so, Mike, when I talk about, you know, financial kind of now or later and the future of, you know, this generation, Generation Z and even, you know, younger millennials, you know, what does that bring to mind for you and some of the tips and tricks that you've kind of learned along the way of, of how you've gotten to where you are today, which is, I think, an enviable position for most uh, potential property owners? Yeah, I think one of the things that I want everyone to hear me, right, if you're in that Gen Z or, you know, if you're in your 20s, right, you're the you're you're half my age, which just hurts me to say, God, that hurts <laughs> me to say. Anyways, right, if you're half my age, I want you to know that you are so close to financial freedom. You know, if I go back and think about myself, you know, half my age ago, you know, my monthly expenditures were, you know, 25, maybe $3,500 a month, which meant where I was living, my car payment, food, entertainment, all of those things. And, you know, that is relatively easy to do, right? If you have a plan and you go forward, if you can keep your monthly expenditures there as you have a plan to replace it with what I'll call a side hustle or buy and hold or whatever that is for you, uh, you can get there, right? You can buy decades of freedom. Uh, however, if you don't choose to do that and you choose to do what I did, which is go buy a fancy car and do stupid things and spend all of your money and have, you know, have babies and get married and do all of those things, suddenly you go from a $3,000 monthly nut to 15 or 12 or nine, and it's just harder. Yeah. And it's harder for lots of reasons. First, obviously, the numeric difference between three and nine, but now there's just more variables, right? And it's, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, a, a lot of folks in their 20s don't realize how close they are, right? You are, you are remarkably close. It takes decisions, right? A plan, but it is so attainable, right? That's what, that's what I keep telling the younger folks. I love speaking to high school graduates or people in their, in their early 20s, because if, if they can really see that they could, all of them, every one of you could be done by 30. That's right. How would you like to have 50 or 60 or 70 years of financial freedom? 
Yeah. Pretty Mike, cool. We, so we, that's what we I had, tell them. We had that one gentleman that was on one of your uh, streams and he was talking about how his monthly nut was $800 and he was bringing in $1,200 a month in monthly income. And he'd already paid off his house that he lived in. Um, and guys, yeah. this is the kind of vision that Mike and I have for folks because the average home purchasing, first time home purchasing age of 32 years old is just way, way, way too old, especially with the programs and stuff. And the funny thing is, is you spend usually your first few years of in your 20s, you know, 23, 24, 25, accumulating a bunch of life debt that then that's what causes you to then not be able to begin until 32, 33, 34. So what Mike and I are always trying to talk to folks about is really understanding, making the investment in yourself now, you're never going to have as low of a nut. And that's what guys like us call it. We call it a nut at your monthly budget or your expenses. You're never going to have that low of a nut later on in life. It's never going to happen. And so the most important thing is to get started when you have that smallest nut, not committing yourself to additional things that are those monthly expenses. So Mike, if you were to kind of focus on, we just talked about it really briefly, but you know, you said kind of buying the crazy car or starting the family, you know, certainly a family thing is a little bit different than a car, um, you know, because maybe that girlfriend won't stick around. Uh, but then again, that maybe. might not be a bad thing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like we talk about, you know, you and I both have extremely supportive spouses, you know, mm -hmm. that are all in with us. And that's a really important thing. Um, you know, and if you've got that Mrs. Right or Mr. Right, whatever that is, I think a lot of times you, know, you can see that kind of through that journey, because I promise that will be a rub later on, because there will be times when you have to focus on the business where you're not going to be able to focus on them. And that's just something that has to be understood. But what would be those kind of top three things you look at that if you had to tell your you know, early 20 year old self, no, just don't buy that. The opportunity cost and the time cost is far too great. Do you have kind of those like two or three things that you look at when you, when you were in your early twenties that you look at and say, that's guys, I, I just wished, you know, that, that pushed things off for me a bit. Yeah. The first thing I would tell folks is get on the property ladder as soon as you can, mm -hmm. right. Following the lumberjack uh, landlord house hack, do whatever you have to do. That is something that I've now come to appreciate you know, paramount, right? That is the first thing. And again, the beauty of the property ladder is you actually don't have to be a landlord, right? If that's not your stick, right? Uh, right you can move, you can be a high, you know, high school uh, senior, as long as you're 18, right? You can legally sign documents. You can really look at becoming, you know, somebody who house hacks, or maybe you move into a house and you move every couple of years, right? There's a lot of flexibility out there for you to build wealth and freedom, but it starts with getting on the property ladder. Unfortunately, most people, you know, choose a liability, the car, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe a nicer, maybe they want to live in a slightly nicer part of town because they have that fancy college degree and they rent because they can't own yet. Again, realize that if you get on the property ladder faster, this doesn't have to be your forever home. And frankly, most of us will never find our forever home when we're 20 or 25 or even 30. Realize that real estate investing is that decade, that 15-year journey. So don't, don't get wrapped around the axle about trying to find the perfect house. Realize you're going to trade in and out of these things in three, four, five years. And oh, by the way, it's going to make you filthy rich. Right? You're going to have appreciation in 30. I mean, it's just, it's an amazing thing, right? So 
you know, sacrifice the car for something later, sacrifice a better part of town for later, right? If, if you want to be out there and have freedom, you got to do things different than everybody else. And that's just where it's at, right? If you sacrifice for five to 10 years, you will be the envy of your friends if that's important to you uh, very soon uh, because you will, you will have um, significant wealth. I mean, I saw something the other day about Generation Z uh, financial net worth, right? And if you were 29, you're Gen Z, I think it is, or maybe that's the last year of a millennial. And you know, your average net worth is like $37,000. That's tragic. It is. Right? If you, it is. if you get a house at 23 and let six years go by of appreciation, mortgage pay down, all of that, you know, you, you, you should be worth six figures easy by the time you roll over to 30. And the fact that most people aren't is because they're choosing the wrong things in their early 20s and, you know, paying the price later. We only get one trip around, folks. You know, the, these 10 years in your 20s are important. Uh, if you know the whole secret about doubling a penny every day, it's compounding. The earlier you start, the more benefits you get. And um, yeah, you, you have it. It's right there. But this stupid economy and consumerism and social media, it tricks us. It lies us. Lie to us. It wants us to buy the, the LV handbags and you know the fancy shoes and all this nonsense. Stop it. Invest in yourself. Take control. Uh, decide. And I promise you, it, it'll be uh, it'll be worth it. Yeah, guys, truer words have never been spoken. You know what Mike's delivering to you guys is absolute fire, pure gold. Um, this is the stuff that I recognized in my early twenties. Did it with my friends, and honestly, all of us have made six figures and seven figures in our approach to life because we recognize the importance of investing in ourselves and investing in our future and doing it while we could afford it. You know, I love it when if it's, it's cool if you're house poor in your early twenties, it's horrible if you're house poor in your early forties, because in your early forties, <laughs> no you know, in your early forties, you can't really fix that. It's tough. That's a lot more work to get that changed and to turn that tide, you know, but if you're in your early twenties, yeah. oh man, I mean the, the six, eight, 10 years that you're going to get compounded and having friends pay your rent. And it, I mean, the numbers just, they, they escalate extremely quickly. Right, Mike? I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No question. The other thing I would tell someone if they're in the twenties, something I did when I was in my sales career, right? High stress, all that stuff is I always tried to look up the organization. Like, do I want to be those people? And the answer, J4 of 25, you know, go look at your parents, go look at that age group. That's kind of those gen Xers out there. And ask if you want it, if, if you want their life. And I promise you, most of them, the answer is going to be no, because they're they're stressed out. They got no money. There's no options. They're just plugging away at a day job, and they're freaking miserable, right? The am amount of mis misery right now in the Gen X community, which I'm in, is unfortunate, and it's all because of the choices we made when we were in our 20s, and that's just. It's a fact. You can't undo those choices, right? We, right? we now are in our 40s. And, you know, my age group, their average net worth is like 80 grand. And that is just tragic, right? So, you know, learn from their mistakes. You know, one of the things that Gary Vee does a lot of times, he talks about interviewing 80-year-olds and they talk about regret, the things they didn't do instead of the things they did do. What I would tell someone in their, you know, a Gen Z is go find a Gen X person in, around you. They're only 20 years older. 
mm-hmm. but go ask them what they regret. And I promise you, most of the time, it will be, I wasted my 20s. I have really good it. news, everybody. I am a Gen Xer. I'm a young one, but I'm a Gen Xer, right? And so the good news is, is it's there for them. And you've got people that have done, you know, done the walk, talked the talk. And Mike, you, you just couldn't be more wrong. You know, I'm more right when you talk about the fact that $80,000, that net worth in your 40s, guys, you do one property, just one, and you get on that ladder in your early 20s. And I can almost guarantee you, regardless of market, unless you had a chemical waste spill, <laughs> that land and that property is going to be worth that same 80 grand at a minimum minimum let's say you're in the hills of tuscaloosa like this is how this is how this one property one thing one task one prioritization of getting to this one goal can change your life that's why mike and so mike and i are so high on it is because we're not looking to invest today for what we can get tomorrow we're looking mm-hmm. at what we can invest today and what we're, where we're going to be in five years and 10 years from now. I know that's how Mike yeah. plans his business. That's how I plan mine. Absolutely. You have to meet the yeah. immediate cash flow need of today, but investing isn't looking at what I can sell that thing for tomorrow or next month or even next mm-hmm. year. You know, people yeah. like to talk about, well, you know, buy and afford now. That's one of the other topics we're going to cover today. And I think that that really, that topic in and of itself is one of the things that concerns me most is because People aren't looking at all their external cost factors to not buying now. And if you don't have to sell in two or three years, oh man, you're missing it. You're missing it. You're just missing the opportunity yeah. to get generational opportunity. Yeah. What I would tell somebody, uh, you know, I love your saying if it's just math, right? The other thing I would tell these Gen Zers or people in their twenties is, you know what? Don't believe us, right? We're just two guys on YouTube. Go and look up your market at any 20-year period you want. You want to look at 2007? Great. Compare it to 1987. You want to look at 2016? Great. Compare it to 1996. Pick whatever years you want. Go back 20 years and see what the change is, right? It's, uh, you know, unless you had a chemical waste uh, spill or something just (laughs) tragic go on, uh, I have a pretty good feeling you're going to be up 50 or 60% in any 20-year period in any market. Go do the work. Absolutely. Yep. Mike, you couldn't have said it better. Go and do the work. So Mike, where can my folks find you? Because I know that if we're bringing folks to Lumberjack Landlord, we want to make sure that they're participating over there at one rental at a time, because we know how valuable what you guys offer is. So where can they find you? Yeah. The easiest thing for me is just go type in one rental at a time. You'll find me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Amazon, Audible. I'm, I'm, I'm simple. One, one title. well guys there you have it thanks so much mike for taking the time we'll make sure to cover some other topics later on but guys there you have it thus saith the zuber anyway we'll talk to you guys again soon thanks mike so much for your time appreciate it you got it you got awesome good luck thanks my man Mm mm-hmm